I think it'd be funny if we keep saying, "Oh, Godfrey, put in a this sound," and then it's just but Godfrey. Me. It's Godfrey just me later you. doing it. Is there a reason it's named Godfrey? Uh, there's a movie about a butler named Godfrey, an old movie. Anyways, which and so the funny named... thing is, we would keep that me saying Godfrey doesn't exist in this episode, and then just keep acting like Godfrey does exist, like we're tr- oh, tricking the audience. That's the joke. Yeah. Oh. Hey listeners, I'm Gideon. I'm Andrew. And this is the TV Pilot Podcast. Uh, so this is our podcast, the TV Pilot Podcast. Name it pending. Name pending. We uh, started this because we both really like uh, sitcoms, we really like television, and specifically we really like pilots of TV shows. Uh, yeah, so we're going to watch pilots, and we're going to talk about pilots, and then we're going to fly a plane. Uh, for those that don't know, television pilots are the first episodes made of sitcom television shows, usually, or maybe dramas. But they are the first episodes made to uh, sell the show to producers, you know, to connect the creatives with the people who actually have the money to make television shows. They're usually a little bit different from the rest of the episodes in the first season because of they were made separately. We thought that this would be a good idea just because there are plenty of podcasts about TV in general and about specific shows. Like, this isn't the Always Sunny podcast. This is us two guys watching TV. Just any show. (laughs) And I want to say we are doing real shallow dives here. Yes. First episodes only. (laughs) No, well, I mean, (laughs) no. We'll we'll do some comparisons with the rest of the show, but the majority of our us talking will be about the episode just to that's the interesting part that's the interesting part we don't give a we don't give a shit about what happens to the rest of the pot yeah rest of the episodes uh we really just care about those juicy juicy pilots if i had it my way tv would be nothing but pilots just i i want no closure i want to be introduced to uh a gaggle of like five to seven cast members every week uh and i want them to do something new and zany I want to have questions every night as I go to bed. <laughs> to be clear, if that if it hasn't been made abundantly obvious, neither of us are professionals working in the TV and film industry. Or the podcast industry. Or the podcast industry. <laughs> I think uh, that part's really obvious so far. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they don't know the difference. Okay. Uh, so, for our first episode, I think we picked a good one. Mm-hmm. I picked a good one. Well, Tuning my own horn. I think we both came to the conclusion separately. It's not hard to figure out what episode... When you're talking about television sitcoms in history, what episode to do first? The uh, sitcom, the very, not, I don't think the very first sitcom to no, ever be made. No. I think that was a little bit earlier, but the one, the first one when to you, really like get popular. Mm-hmm. Um, it changed the game. And um, already, like, as I'm saying it, like for sure people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I imagine some of y'all know exactly what we're, I mean, it might be in the title of the podcast when we release it. We don't know. We're, we're <laughs> just starting doing this. Uh, uh, you want to say it? Uh, yeah, so I thought I was just, why not start with not the OG, but pretty much the OG when, you know, you talk about sitcoms. The first one anyone cares about. The first certainly. one that people think about, is, you know, I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy. Yeah, do you? I think I, I lo- do. I love I Love Lucy. I think Lucy. I do. Yeah. After, after watching, uh, she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, in a podcast. <laughs> That's a wrap, guys. Yep. Cool. Uh, Godfrey, pack it up. Uh, we can go home. Now. Yeah, good job. Thank you, Godfrey. Uh, he's telling us to keep going, so uh, we're just going to keep talking. Maybe we should talk about the pilot. 
So, well, we picked I Love Lucy. As we said, it's the original. It changed TV. It changed sitcoms. It changed how they did sitcoms. There weren't a, a lot beforehand, but they... the Part of the way this is going to work. We will separately watch the episode, uh, and then we're going to kind of do research on the rest of the series, on the showrunners or the actors before and after, and just kind of get some talking points so that we give a general sense of not just the pilot. We will talk about the pilot, but affects the, the, the differences between the pilot and the show and just anything interesting that we've found pretty much, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot interesting with I Love Lucy because as as we've said many times uh, it is it was the sort of first sitcom that people will recognize as a sitcom. It's got the multi-camera setup um to where uh, there's multiple cameras that follow you around to multiple different sets um and the actors move from set to set. Um it was one of the first ones I believe to be filmed in front of a live studio audience. So uh from my research uh-huh. Uh, so back before before I Love Lucy, the way they did television sitcoms, uh, I think in general television, uh-huh. is it would be live from the East Coast because the majority of televisions were on the East Coast, and so if people in the West Coast wanted to time delay the episode or the show, they didn't have it wasn't recorded anywhere. They just aired it live. And so they had a thing, I forgot what the name was, but they basically had a contraption that was a camera in front of a TV screen. And they would record it that way and then just air that on the delay. And so when they were filming, coming up with this TV show, Desi Arnaz, uh, who plays Ricky Ricardo and Lucille Ball's real life husband and in-show husband, they, they didn't like how blurry the TV shows looked. And so they had the idea, they, you know, they were in LA where the Hollywood film industry was taking off and they actually are, were pioneered bringing television to Hollywood. Uh, LA was for movies and New York was for TV shows, but they didn't want to move their family. And so he said, Hey, we're already here. Let's borrow some cameras, some film cameras. So I Love Lucy was the first sitcom to use film on their cameras. Oh, that's... That's way more groundbreaking than I thought. Yeah. I thought they were just the first to like film in front of a live studio audience. You know, now everything is, or everything in the 70s was like filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. And I was like, we're just like, I love Lucy. <laughs> that show from 20 years ago. Yeah. So not only were they the first to film, but they were like, uh, in one of the articles I read, it said, I love Lucy was filmed in front of a live studio audience. And then it said, every word of that is, is groundbreaking. Because it was filmed, it was in front of a live studio audience. And the significance of the live studio audience is pretty big in terms of the performance that the actors give. Because uh, Lucille Ball's history is in performing on stage. After that, she went into sort of a radio show in front of a live audience. Um, And you can kind of see in the first episode that she plays to that audience. She's a very, like, very grandiose, like theater actor Mm -hmm. yeah and honestly it was the perfect time for a show like this because tv started really getting a foothold in americana tv was invented in the early 20s uh but it was expected like most new things it was too expensive for the common household Uh, and it was around the late 30s that they started developing it a little better for the everyday man but then the world war ii 
the, hit. the World War Two. Yeah, because of the war, you know, people were fighting and didn't have time for television, and so that late forties, early fifties is right when people started buying TVs and tuning in. The the post war baby boom. Uh, people just needed a place to park their bratty kids in front of, uh, so they could uh, go out to the Copacabana and yeah. uh, really enjoy life. Uh, and there were a lot of sitcoms that, were, like I Love Lucy, uh, kind of derived from radio sketch shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the Jack Benny show was a sketch com- comedy with situational comedy elements to it. Uh, and then one of the very first ones, Fibber McGee and Molly, uh, is your standard married couple sitcom uh except one thing i love lucy did different was that lucy was lucy you know Mm -hmm. she wasn't the yes sir do as i told wife she was trying to get a job she was being loud she was being herself she has her own hijinks which are the the situations that the comedy is derived from how's that for research I Love Lucy in particular came from one of these radio shows, um, which was Lucille Ball's own show that she did uh, with not Desi Arnaz, with uh, a different actor. I forget his name. Um, I'm going to say Richard. Yeah, that sounds about right. They wanted to cast him as her husband in the show. But, uh, but... Uh, Lucille Ball sort of put her foot down and said, no, I, you know, I, want, I want Desi to be in the show. Which... That alone was pretty controversial. I, Before even airing Lucy being Lucy, they had a Cuban lead. A, a, yeah, a Cuban-American, yeah. Uh, Desi Arnaz, uh, as the, the sort of leading man married to, uh, you know, the Anglo-American. And uh, you hadn't seen that before, you know, in 1950s America. It, it shocked so, people. It shocked people. Uh, <laughs> something else, I have a list of things that I Love Lucy was pioneered. They had the first... Pregnancy plotline for a big three network sitcom. Oh, to align with her own pregnancy. Yeah, she was pregnant, and so rather than writing it out or going around it, they just wrote in her character being pregnant. Yeah, I don't know how they would have written out the Lucy from I Love Lucy. Hey, they wrote New Girl out for New Girl for six episodes. I mean, so uh, fair fair enough. enough. (laughs) Uh, So in the episode where she gives birth, Lucy goes to the hospital, 44 million viewers and... At the same time, it was all at the same time because that's how TV, there was no streaming back then, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, but that was 73% of the households with TVs were watching Lucy go to the hospital, which was 19 million more than the next day Eisenhower's inauguration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, Eisenhower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Love Lucy was so iconic that. When you listen to Canned Laughter, a lot of that is from I Love Lucy. Uh, if they if the sitcom couldn't produce their own laughs, they would just use I Love Lucy's laughs? Uh, sometimes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's nice. Uh, when, after the pregnancy, when Lucy was on maternity leave, they didn't know what to do. So Desi Arnaz said, what if we just re-air some episodes? And the first reruns. The executives laughed at him and said, who's going to watch something they've seen before? Oh my god. But they did it anyways and it was a hit. So I Love Lucy pioneered the rerun. Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz is a uh, he's a, a firebrand, uh, a trailblazer in yeah. the the television world. Uh, but he gave us reruns, so you know, hope he rots in hell. I Love Lucy was so popular that during commercial breaks, 
water tables in cities would drop because everyone would use that chance to go to the bathroom. Is this real? Is that real? This is real. Yeah. yeah. That's it's like not like the away. apocryphal. The, yeah, that's the, the, that's the plot whole... of the movie flushed away. <laughs> uh, Desi Lu Productions, they were, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz were the first people to, they made their own production studio to kind of green light their own show because no one wanted to move to Hollywood to film. Okay. If, if, you, if you enjoy Star Trek... Or the Untouchables, Big Trekkie old, Me. I don't. Old, what are the Untouchables? It's a. It's an older show from oh. around the same era as okay. Star Trek or the Twilight Zone. Ooh. Those were all greenlit by Lucille Ball. Oh yeah, later, uh, Lucille Ball. One of the yeah. after after I Love Lucy, she became one of the only solo female owners of a production company. Really? Yeah. It was Desi Lu Productions after her and Desi Arnaz divorced in mm-hmm. 1960. Uh, she bought out his shares of the company, and oh, she was the first woman to uh, fully own a production company in Hollywood. So, um, just like you know, Desi Arnaz coming up with his great new ideas, Lucy Lou or not Lucy Lou, uh, Lucille Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Lucille Ball was uh, you know breaking breaking the glass ceiling in Hollywood. So, Godfrey, if I ever said Lucy Lou in any we, we recorded, definitely please, must have. Please, like, we gotta that. listen back to it. Yeah, because, thanks, Godfrey. Thank uh, you, Godfrey. So. Also, since with filming, on film, just they needed a cinematographer. They wanted an established cinematographer. And so it took some convincing. But Desi Arnaz managed to get the Carl Frund. I don't know how to say this. But he did Dracula and Metropolis. Ooh. Which, like the original Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, both very, even to today, people rave about how good those movies are. Especially for the time that they were made. People do. Not made. Uh, and Carl Frund is how they, he's the one who figured out how to light the set. Because normally they had one camera and you just light for that camera. But since they had three different cameras, one for close-ups, one for mediums, one for wides, they weren't sure how to do the lighting. And he just said, what if we just, it sounds basic, but this isn't how they did it. So this was groundbreaking. He said, what if we just put a bunch of lights from up top? And they did. And it worked. <laughs> and they've been doing it. You know, in theater productions for a while, but uh, for television, I bet it was groundbreaking. Uh, yeah, so that's some of the history, some of the things that well, we thank I Love Lucy for for today's television. Yeah, I watched the pilot. We watched the pilot the day after we decided to do this podcast about a week yeah. ago. Yeah, and I watched. I watched a little more. Andrew uh, Andrew texted me. He said. It holds up. I was like, spoilers, dude. <laughs> it does hold up. It, I, there yeah. were some funny moments. I, were, and like, then I watched it like two hours later and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. There are there are definitely parts of the pilot that are that are relatable. They hold up in terms of like mm-hmm. the comedy is still it's still tracks. Oh to yeah. I was very surprised. Maybe um, I shouldn't have been, but I was just watching it and said this is you could make this today, pretty much. And uh, maybe, but like yeah. the, the the humor, like the, the humor, the humor. Yeah, yeah. You could get those same writers and put them in a room and remake I Love Lucy today. Yeah, and they would do a good job. Like you know, obviously, yeah, you yeah. change things. And, and this is just talking about the pilot. There are definitely some episodes of the first season that do not hold up uh, in any oh, way. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Have you not? I watched the second episode. Uh, second episode's okay. I watched, I just picked like the 13th or 17th episode oh, of the okay. first season. I, I'm thinking of, I think four. Four doesn't really hold up. And probably three as well. I don't think you can make the same the same plot. But I, uh, oh, Well, that's, that's going to happen with something made yeah, 70 yeah. years ago. 
Oh, 70 years ago. Wow. Yeah. That's weird to think about. But uh, so let's talk about the first episode. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was laughing at most of the jokes. Well, what's... Uh, what's I, the... had, I busted a gut like twice. <laughs> During what part specifically? That's a great question. Let's talk about the plot. Let's, uh, let's yeah. talk about the plot of the first episode. Get everyone centered. Plot of the first episode, you open on Lucy and Ethel in the kitchen. Iconic. Iconic. Lucy and Ethel. Lucy and <laughs> Ethel. Um, I thought you were talking about women, women in the kitchen. <laughs> that's not, that's uh, not Godfrey, good. Godfrey, Godfrey. Um, uh, Lucy and Ethel in the kitchen, they're discussing uh, what uh, Fred and Ethel, Fred and Ethel being the landlords of the building that... Uh, oh, are they? Yeah. I didn't get that from the first episode. They say it, yeah. They did? Uh-huh. Ooh. I watched oh, it maybe they, maybe they don't say yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, the, yeah, Fred and Ethel are the landlords uh, who own the building that Lucy and uh, Ricky, who is Desi Arnaz's character, live in. Ethel brings up that it is her and Fred's 13th anniversary this Monday. And she wants to go cl- Not clubbing. That clubbing. A, yeah, very different to, connotation. She wants to head out to the clubs. She wants to hit them clubs, She yo. wants to hit the clubs. Uh, shake that booty. No, uh, back then, back in the 50s, a club <laughs> where you would sit down at tables and there'd just be dancing and a band. Uh, and you would just have a night out drinking, eating, and mm-hmm. watching entertainment. Yeah. Uh, uh, live, live music. Uh, live shows, comedy performances. So uh, specifically the club she wanted to go to was the Copacabana, which is a popular club in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone loved it for some reason, even though there were only acts from the 1950s there. <laughs> uh, so Fred doesn't want to go clubbing, mm-hmm. or at least Ethel thinks that he's going to be a hard sell on that. So they devise a plan to try and get Fred to hop on board and... Ricky as well. Ricky, who works in a club, uh, but does not like clubs. But does not because I mean I yeah, totally get I that. Don't, I don't want to go to work <laughs> on the weekends. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they establish their plan, and then cut to Fred and Ricky, who are one room over in their living room. Mm-hmm. And Fred says, "Hey, we'll get into the jokes later." But he tells Ricky, "Our thirteenth anniversary is coming up." And I want to go to a boxing match. The boxing matches. The, the fights. The fights. They call the it. fights. The, right. Which is wild. That's the one part that was like, whoa, really? <laughs> it was the it's, 50s, man. It's the 50s. And it, like he just says, the fights. Like, I just want to go to the fights. I want to take my wife out. And I want to go see a boxing match. Like, I have to assume this is like bare knuckle boxing. No, that uh, yeah, can maybe. be. And so they devise a plan themselves. And sure enough, both of these couples meet and they start being all sweet to each other and shenanigans ensue and then it comes to light. Well, you know, we're going to the Copacabana for Ethel and Fred's anniversary. Yeah. And Lu- Lucy and Ethel put their foot down. They say, we're going to the Copacabana. And then, of course, Ricky and Fred put their, no, we're going to the fights. Yeah. And they say, fine, fine, whatever. And so Lucy and Ethel try and get them jealous by saying they have dates. They're going to the date. We're, we're going to find some men to take us to the club. And, of course, that doesn't really sit right with Ricky and Fred. No, no, no. So later, so it cuts, later they're downstairs in Fred and Ethel's apartment. And Ricky starts getting nervous. You know, imagine them with two guys drinking champagne. That was a good joke. They're going to have champagne and then go to the club have some more champagne, champagne yeah. and then do maybe <laughs> dance. 
have some, some more, more champagne. champagne. <laughs> uh, so they get nervous. So they they say we need to find dates so we can watch them. Keep an eye on our girls. Uh, so they decide not to go to the fights. They decide to get dates to go to the Copacabana to spy on Lucy and Ethel. So while this is happening, Lucy and Ethel, who don't have dates, despite what they told them, call Ginny Thomas, I think was her name. Ginger. Ginger. Ginger something. And it's... She uh, works with Ricky at the club. Yeah. She's a lounge singer. And she says, hey, we're looking for a couple of dates. And Ginger says, funny, I just got a call from Ricky who's looking for a couple of dates. And so now Lucy knows. Conflict. And she says... Okay, tell them you found them. Tell them they'll meet them at 8. Talk them up. Uh, say that they're, you know, really great gals. And it'll be us. And they won't know it's us. They, they'll have no idea. Despite the paper-thin costumes. <laughs> yeah, have... that was interesting. So, <laughs> cut to Ricky, Ricky, Ricky and Fred. Ricky, Ricardo, and Fred in uh, Ricky's living room. Waiting for waiting, their dates dressed, to show up. Dressed in tuxes. Waiting for Because that's what dates. they did back then, yeah. apparently. That was had going to look good. Had to look good. Even today, got to look good for the club. So then there's a knock on the door, and they open it, and it's Ethel and Lucy in not great disguises. Looking hillbilly. Looking like hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. They dressed up as, uh, the I guess, the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't know if this was airing at that time. No. God, no. No, it was way, way before the Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. But it was definitely like... It, they, this is where it sort of starts to show that uh, this was filmed live, and uh, I have to think yes. this costume change just took place as quick as they could do it behind the scenes. Possibly. Possibly. I don't think so. You don't think we'll so? come back to that okay. in just a little bit. Um, and But uh, suspension of disbelief, Ricky and Fred don't recognize them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, who? no, no, because uh, Lucy's got her teeth blacked out. She's dressed in, I think, overalls. Or yeah. no, she's in a fluffy so, dress and braided hair. Ethel looks is holding an umbrella and making weird faces and has yeah. old, like I guess, a wig, an old lady wig. Uh, and so he's like, "Oh no, we're we're staying in. What are you talking about?" And of course, Lucy just barges in and starts trying to kiss Ricky and acting just being ridiculous and hilarious and, honestly and that's another thing where like she's playing to the audience here oh yes uh, yeah that's it, this scene you, you can, can tell really tell yeah you, she, she convinces is, ricky to sing a song play the guitar and sing a song and at a certain point her and ethel start doing a choreographed dance together just a little bit but a, the crowd ditty, is loving it and you can just tell that they are having the time of their lives mm-hmm. uh and it's very like it feels like they let it go on a little longer and they just told Lucy to kind of, you know, ham it up. Yeah. And be, you really see her sort of comedic chops in mm-hmm. this. And so then, of course, Lucy knows where they keep the cigarettes, which Ricky finds suspicious, and him and Fred mm. go to the kitchen. That was that was another thing that, that was like the only thing that was like, oh, this was made in a different time period. Yeah. Uh, earlier when they were all together talking about this they were like oh let's just go for a cigarette who wants a cigarette and they all pulled out cigarettes they all pulled out lighters yeah and they tried like light each other's cigarettes being nice to each other and they did the same thing now they're like oh i ricky's like instead of getting kissed by this uh horrible bog witch <laughs> that lucille ball is disguised as uh he's like i'm gonna have a cigarette instead and they pick up the same carton and oh it's empty so they go, uh, Lucille Ball says, oh, I know, I know where they are. And she goes and gets them. Yeah. And, and that tips off Ricky and he tells Fred in the kitchen, 
those he says you know who those horrible women are <laughs> that's lucy and ethel and fred's like is it and he looks peeks through like a window says oh my goodness that is ethel and so they go back in and act all sweet and say yeah let's let's keep kissing let's keep necking whatever and lucy lucy's like whoa, whoa what's going on and then they hurry out because they don't want their husbands cheating on themselves on them with them i guess and then, bye, Lucy. Nice to meet you, Ethel. And the jig is up. And they have a good laugh. Yeah. They, they laugh about it. And they say, oh, we just wanted dates to keep an eye on you. We were, we, we were worried. And then the last joke so, of the episode, they, then say, they say, okay, go get well, dressed up. We're going out Let's tonight. go out. Yes, let's have a good time. And cut and then, to all four of them sitting uh, at ringside at a boxing Ricky match. Ricky and <laughs> uh, Fred cheering yelling yelling they got and betting slips camera pans over and you see lucy and ethel dressed really nice ball gowns. gowns just looking <laughs> bored and upset and that was um, the episode yeah cut roll credits yeah uh pretty good i enjoyed it uh yeah. plot wise i mean simple plot simple enough real straightforward and i think something that's something that's important to most pilots is that it establishes the main cast yes which is, there were only four characters other four than characters. obviously the guys sitting around Doing cheering yeah, for the match. Yeah, exactly. Other than in the like last un- 10 seconds. unnamed extras and Ginger on the phone who is not heard. It's um, just the four of them. Yeah. And, and it really establishes each of their characters individually. Like, it, you know, you know what... And the exposition was never heavy-handed. I never felt like... No. Like, yeah. sometimes they in, in a pilot, you'll just be like, Hey, Andrew, my friend from college who majored in this and whatever, whatever, and... How are you? What are you doing here in my house? Me being a you know former bartender who did that, you know. Yeah, that's always like, why are you doing this? There, you can write better than that. It starts off with Lucy and Ethel, you know, discussing their uh, Ethel's upcoming anniversary, and it establishes, you know, these two are friends. They're talking about a third person who is uh, Ethel's husband. She's married. They've been married. She brings up Ricky, and Um, then the they naturally she naturally says, "Oh, Ricky doesn't like clubs." Mm-hmm. But he works in a club. He's a band leader. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't like to... I, whatever, this and that. And yeah. that it just feels natural. Like, they're giving you that exposition. So that's what I meant when I said it holds up. And then in terms of it being a very simple, straightforward sitcom that establishes its characters really well. And then does some, does some good jokes. Uh, I will say the one thing that threw me off was the age gap between Ethel and Fred. Yeah, I don't know if there's a big, big age gap or Fred just looks Fred worse looks than Ethel. Fred just looks worse. <laughs> that just, threw me off when it cut to like, Fred and, and Ricky. I, no shade to this guy. Like, 1950s medicine wasn't what it was yeah, now. Yeah, probably but smoked his whole he life. He probably smoked his whole life, yeah. he. But he definitely seemed, like, 20 years older than the rest of the cast. I don't know. Ethel definitely looked older than Ricky and Well, Lucy. like, older than Ricky and Lucy, who were supposed to be, I think, in their 20s. Possibly. I have no idea. It's probably yeah. something we could have looked up beforehand. But probably, probably. But that would have that would have <laughs> diluted the purity of our reactions. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, think this is just some really old guy who's been married to this twenty-year-old for thirteen years somehow. So, the nineteen fifties. Something that caught me off guard yeah. a little bit was the second joke was sarcasm, and like I mean I wasn't alive in the fifties. They knew what it was though. Yeah, but like just right off the bat, it was. <laughs> 
it's my anniversary. You and Fred? No, me and uh, who did she say? I don't remember. Man, I, it was a, it was some popular actor at the time that we oh, had it was no a, context. We're forty years too young to know what that. Actor, she, that oh no, is. no, me and Gregory Peck. Okay, that's something you see in Frasier. Like Frasier is all sarcasm. Yeah, but uh, you know it came up every now and then in the episode, and it establishes that uh, Ricky and Lucy are a happily married couple and. Fred and Ethel are a little a, more established. A little more, yeah, they're a little older. more sick of each other. Yeah, like when Ricky and Fred are talking about Monday, Fred introduces it by saying it's the thirteenth anniversary of a tragedy or <laughs> some tragedy. Like yeah, <laughs> it's like classic, classic. I hate my wife humor. And then, of course, the dramatic irony of us seeing the both both friends plan out what they're going to do to try and get what they want. Mm-hmm. And then we see it come to a head immediately when they start all acting very nice to each other, trying to sweeten each other up to do what they want. Yeah. And that's just also a classic sitcom thing where you know this character is doing this and this one's doing this, and you see their interactions, and just a lot of humor can come from that. Yeah, you know? a classic sort of like miscommunication, people not telling the whole story to each other kind of humor. Yeah, like I, that especially when the girls are sitting on the guy's laps... They, the girls wink at each other, like, good job, we're doing great. And then they hug their husbands, and the husbands take the opportunity to give each other a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, you can see that happening in something that's being made today. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then I think, you, like we talked about the four actors, they all did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal really job. Really well, yeah. Yeah. Um, you could tell that they were made better by there being a live audience. I know we've said this before with that one scene where... Uh, Lucy and Ethel were in disguise, you know, running around the room. But um, definitely, uh, the actor who played Fred also did a great job. You know, I gave him gave him some shit earlier for uh, being an ancient man, but uh, he definitely did a a great job. Really, really good with his uh, his comedic timing. Yeah, his, uh, the, his the... I hate my wife jokes. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one of them landed. <laughs> yeah, uh, right when they're interacting and being sweet to each other, I think Lucy pinches Ricky's cheek and like says something cute and then Ethel does that to Fred and then Ricky does it to Lucy and they all look at Fred and Fred goes I pass <laughs> <laughs> and just his delivery was great like you knew it was coming but he did a great like there's a scene where they're all yelling and he just screams everyone calm down and like that's a classic joke of the guy screaming everyone needs to calm down and like you can I don't know if that's the first time that happened. Probably not, but he did a good I, I'm job. I'm just going to assume anything in this episode that I saw <laughs> was the first time anyone did anything. First, I hate my wife joke. Uh, first, <laughs> yeah. First uh, miscommunication. Like uh, something. So you brought up a costume change. Mm-hmm. There was. I noticed this in every episode I watched. Of the, I only watched like four, but there was only one commercial break in every episode. Yeah, smack dab in the middle. Where the costume change happened. Like, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so they come up with their plan. They tell Ginger, oh, don't tell them. Tell them about the girls. And then they hang up. And they give each other a look. And it cuts to commercial. So I'm sure they weren't rushing the costume change quickly or anything. Oh, then they have no excuse for how bad those costumes looked. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> budgets. The, yeah, you know, okay, sure. You know, it was the 1950s. It was the 1950s in Hollywood. No shows were being done in Hollywood. That's fair. They, they had to scrounge those costumes up. They had to and pull them off of actual hillbillies. I think it had to be <laughs> had to be somewhat believable. You know, they're not going to... How are Lucy and Ethel going to do prosthetic makeup or 
Oh, to yeah, find no, legit no. costumes. I, I didn't expect it to be like actually <laughs> unrecognizable, but they just they put Lucille Lucy... Ball's hair in pigtails and then no, she wore a wig. She wore a black wig. That was a black wig. It was a black wig. It's impossible to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Lucille Ball isn't a, doesn't have black hair. What hair? What color hair does she have? I don't know. It's like dirty blonde. I think. No, she's a redhead. She's. I was close. Um, yeah. black and white. It all looks the same. Yeah, but it I know look black. Okay, her hair. Okay, y'all go watch this episode. That is obviously not her hair. Uh, she's got drawn-on freckles. Yeah. she's Her teeth are blacked out. She's making a goofy face the whole time and talking funny. Uh, Ethel, on the other hand, was just looked like Ethel with a wig, like with a curly hair or something, mm-hmm. and a hat. Yeah. And As, Ethel's her. costume was like no, noticeably just Ethel. There in, was in no reason go. for Fred to not know that was Ethel. Yeah. Well, he really hates his wife <laughs> i was i knew that joke was coming uh, <laughs> um, but i mean you know suspension of disbelief yeah for sure uh I, and every episode that i've watched of the first season has been a lot of the comedy has come from costumes uh you know lucille ball in the second episode she changes into a uh, what is it like a a a, camp, a dancer's oh, yeah, she's, costume she's, a flamenco dancer's uh, costume. in the second episode she's trying to make ricky feel a little more at home so she dresses like a Cuban dancer, singer kind of deal. Uh, and then she sings a Brazilian song in Portuguese. <laughs> yes. Um, well, she doesn't sing. She oh, mouths, she it. mouths she it. it. She mouths it. Yeah, yes, she, right. she lip syncs. And Ethel is also there in a... I, this does not hold up. She's in a very stereotypical... <laughs> She's in a poncho She's and sombrero. Poncho. She's got a mustache. It is not tasteful. It's, <laughs> it's, it's what you'd expect from the 50s. I mean, yeah. it's not like... It, it feels like... Lucio Ball changing costumes is uh, something that they use a lot for comedy, and it's something they can do because they're not filming live, I guess, or they're not they're not airing immediately. They're filming to, mm-hmm. they're filming before a live studio audience, and then airing later, cutting it all together, yeah, making it a, a episode. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an advantage it had over other shows at the time. One thing I noticed from the episodes I watched is that they all had a really happy ending. Yeah, they're not gonna. They. It's a sitcom. Everything resets to yes, how yes. it was at the beginning of the episode. At the end, um, and that's every, something a lot of shows have sitcoms have deviated from in the last ten, twenty years. But they, they've become less episodic, and uh, they focus more on overarching mm-hmm. plot lines. Uh, they've become a little more like dramas in that regard, where there is a, a single episode uh, plot line, but also you're tying into an overall narrative mm-hmm. for the season or for two seasons. Uh, and yeah, that I love Lucy does not try to do that. It yeah. is, you know, each they, episode, they weren't mad at each other at the end of the episode for trying to trick one another. They yeah. just, they explained it and they said, Oh, okay. They had a good laugh. And then, you know, they did go to the fight instead of the club, but that they still yeah were copacetic with each other. And in a later episode I watched from the sixth season, I thought I, I, my idea was, oh, let me watch the first episode. Let me watch one from later on. And you know, they have a kid. They moved into to out to the quote unquote country, and there's they they're meeting their neighbors, and they end up getting into a bit of a feud with them through miscommunication about furniture. And like Ricky gets into a physical altercation with the neighbor. Like he comes home and he's oh, just no. and it's so funny because uh, Fred and Ethel come to visit because Lucy Lucy bought too much furniture. And she says, if, he won't get as mad at me if you're here. And so then they they didn't show up in time. Ricky got mad, went to talk to the neighbors, got into a fight with the neighbor man. And then Ethel and Frank show up 
And Ricky walks in and he's his shirt's torn. He's all beat up. He's dirty. He's, I think he's bleeding a little bit. And they say, oh, God, what does Lucy look like? <laughs> uh, and, so, uh, and then the man, the neighbor comes in. He's also, you know, torn shirt, beat up. And their kids got into a fight because the dad's got into a fight. And this is all with like two minutes left to go. And then they say, oh, you know, this was a misunderstanding. They can't afford this furniture. That's why, whatever, whatever. Oh, we thought you just didn't like her taste, whatever, whatever. Oh, oh. and then, oh, do you want that job oh, that I was yeah. telling you about before we got into a fight? And the kids, hey, do you want to go play? That's how easy it was to get a job in the 50s? Yeah, it was, oh, God. <laughs> but it was just a matter of a minute and a half. They went from hating each other, screaming, to best friends. Like, not even just, oh, what a funny misunderstanding, bye. It was just laughing and being super chummy with each other. And yeah. it was just the I mean, happiest ending. You gotta have that reset for, for those old sitcoms. You have, to, you have to get back to... Yeah, and part of that is there were no reruns, you know? So, I imagine there's... And they didn't want people watching again because they didn't think people would. So, why have something where you have to remember what happened in the last episode? Yeah. You know? So, all in all, I love Lucy... Great sitcom. Did a lot of things first. Did a lot of things before anyone else even thought it was possible. It was a great one to start out with. Uh, not really a pilot in the traditional sense, uh, just because they're not yeah, going to Yeah, I feel like most of what we're going to watch will be what aired as the first episode. And some of them are the pilots. Yeah. And even though the ones that aren't necessarily pilots, there's still things that we will be able to discuss and talk about. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of good... Good analysis to be had. Uh, not from us. Not here. Uh, go to like professionals for that. We're just going to talk start shit about your own podcast. Fred. Yeah, start your own podcast if you want concise, cogent analysis of uh, television shows. But uh, that's not what we do. Kind of stupid. Uh, kind of aimless. But I mean, we do know what we're talking about a little bit. But we're degenerates who watch a lot of television. So um, I think that's the only line that's going to make it to the actual episode. <laughs> it's going to be from the whole, not just not from just now, from the whole. It's going to be the seven, <laughs> the fucking seven minutes of intro riffing, and then we're degenerates who just like TV. <laughs> um, so, coming up, we're probably going to dive into different shows. Yeah, some we'll, newer shows. We're not going to go into any kind of chronological order. We're not using any lists for this. I think this. we're going to be a bit sporadic with this. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're really just going to go where our heart takes us. If this thing takes uh, some traction, maybe we'll have polls out there on Twitter yeah. or Reddit or I don't know what or we'll all do, five of you can vote. Sure, yeah. <laughs> try and get the try and get uh, the listeners involved a little uh, bit. Audience engagement is what it's called. That's what that's what sells. That's what gets us that sweet sweet uh, HelloFresh sponsorship. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll try and do a good mix of shows we have seen. Yeah. Some shows I've, we've seen multiple, multiple times. Some shows we've only seen once. Show, some shows we've never seen. We'll do sitcoms. We'll do dramas. Uh, animated. We'll do live animation. Action, uh, long all form, kinds. Yeah. Um, uh, so really, uh, we'll, we'll do every Law & Order, everything ever produced by Dick Wolf. Oh, yeah. Uh, just for fun. I was thinking for our next episode, uh, Andrew, you can give me thoughts or we can discuss this later. I will uh, give you my thoughts. But uh, that new show with Joel McHale, Animal Control. Oh. I haven't like, seen it. So like we did I Love Lucy and now we're doing a show that's just starting out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like Joel McHale. Uh, he did a great in Community. Love Community. But uh, like I said, 
we do just a brand new show. Mm-hmm. And there's not even anything to really research or look at. We just see how how what's different about what TV shows are kind of doing today. Yeah, I mean, that, that like how TV's cool. somewhat evolved. Look I don't at, know if we will actually talk about that stuff, but we'll, we may we may not even do it. Uh, you, no one may actually hear this ever, except uh, maybe our moms. Hi, mom. Um, Hi, mom. I love Lucy pilot episode. Uh, um, what what rating do you give it? Are we doing ratings? I don't know. We'll have the option. I, I mean, I would give it. A, it's a ten out of ten episode. Ten out of ten. 10, yeah, 10, I, out of 10. I think I agree. Like it, except for the uh, two times where they stopped everything to grab a smoke and. <laughs> well, no, the, they, that was. It okay. was. It was. You're in, making it sound worse than it was. <laughs> the first time was funny because yeah, they were yeah. all trying to be nice to each other, so they all get up and say, "Oh, I'll grab the cigarettes for y'all," and they all just end up with their own cigarette. And they all pull out a lighter and look at each other and they all just light their own cigarette. I think that was funny. Yeah. You know? It was. It's just not something that would happen now. Oh, it's yeah. definitely not. I mean, not what? Are, like we gonna watch, are we going to watch the first episode of Taxi and Fuck yeah. they do a disco and you're going to be yep. like, oh, disco in the yeah. 70s? Yes, uh, actually. I don't think it, so. Yeah, I will. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> okay. They shouldn't have included up something I that was popular at the time. I can tell you at the, for a fact there was no disco in the first episode of Taxi. I don't think. Thank God. I don't know. They're going to make fun of. Uh, maybe it'll get a 10 out of 10. Maybe. Yeah, I'd, I'd rate it a, a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah it was, like, like we, I mean, we've said a hundred times, groundbreaking, really? iconic, pioneering. Uh, if you need something to put on while you're uh, doing laundry or doing oh. instead of working, mm-hmm. uh, I would say I would recommend it. Yeah, I'm going to probably watch it just if I'm ever really don't want to watch something that I need to super pay attention <laughs> to. If you don't want to watch yeah. anything else. Like if you don't want to watch <laughs> well, like, you I'm not going like. to binge I Love Lucy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, it's, I, I enjoyed it. I'll, I will watch episodes now yeah. and then. It's definitely not a bingeable show just given its, its sort yeah, of format. Yeah, I feel like it would be very, it's, it's from the episodes I watched, it's fairly formulaic. Yeah. Uh, so, which can be good. Which, which yes, you know, Some and, shows have done really well you know, with if, Like week, I Love Lucy. Week to week, you know, that, that's what you wanted. Yeah. You know, nobody was... Being like, this is the same thing that happened last week. They you sat down, you switched, going on. you switched over from uh, the news on one channel. From Eisenhower's and, inauguration. Yeah, Eisenhower's inauguration. You switched off Eisenhower's inauguration. You watched I Love Lucy. So thank you everyone for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Spotify. Spotify. Um, YouTube. I think I might upload this to YouTube. Yeah. And uh, uh, take to the streets. Take I, to the streets and tell everyone about this podcast, about this new television TV pilot podcast. I will say, so, I mean, most of our listeners for this first episode are going to be friends and family. But if you're just finding this somewhere, tell two friends. Oh, uh, just tell, tell two friends that you think, if you enjoyed the podcast, tell and, two friends. And don't be sheepish about it. Don't be like, um, I, I was listening to this podcast and uh, I really just, it yeah. was good. Be confident. Tell you, them they're going to like it. You know, lie, friends, lie if, you, if you have to. If you have two friends that you think would get a kick out of hearing our weird thoughts on I Love Lucy or just shows in general from here on, uh, send it to them. What, they don't have to listen to it. Yeah. What are they? What do they got to do with their time? Really? Yeah. Like, what are they? Are they doing anything better? No. Yeah. Send it to them. Everyone's got to do something <laughs> during their commutes. Yeah. Well, thanks like, everyone. Like, subscribe, comment, subscribe. I don't know. New episode in bi-weekly? New episode every every week. Every Why week? Not? You want to do this? At- you want to do this exact thing every week? No. New episodes bi-weekly. What do you say?
Huh? Now you say it. New episodes bi-weekly. Okay. Uh, Godfrey will edit that if it's uh, something else. Perfect. Hey guys, welcome to the TV Pilot Podcast. Uh, this is Gideon. This is Andrew. And we're your hosts for the TV Pilot Cup Podcast. You I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs>